Hello, everyone. My name is Dean Laxer, and I am back and very close to the microphone to talk to you guys about something that was um, occupying my mind since a couple of days. Um, I've been talking about Peter Gabriel for quite a long time, I think. I've covered most of his albums to my unprofessional opinion, of course, you know, describe them as good as I can. And um, I sometimes forget about other people that I do respect or who I respect and I love the things that they do. And I recently uh, discovered that one of my favorite artists is unfortunately very sick and has become a cancer patient and had surgery as far as I understand that or um, at, le at least is getting you know these radiation chemotherapies. And, um, or just radiation therapy. I think it wasn't chemo, I think it was radiation. Um, I don't want to go into that much detail of his personal um, biological problems or let's say health issues. It's, 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 it's bad enough that he's been suffering from cancer. Um, I've been so busy in my life that I haven't really caught up with him or figured out much what he was doing and I have recently um, seen some posts of, of him and his tragic uh, life development on Facebook. And the guy I'm talking about, his name is Stu Jenks. Now, in, in case you don't know who that is, and chances are quite high that you don't, because he's a pretty unknown artist. But I discovered him years ago, around, oh, let me think, 2008, 2009, I think you know, that was still at a time when I was still married, I think. Stu Jenks popped up in an online um, ambient streaming radio service where I heard some interesting ambient sounds. Um, I think it was called something, wait, I have the website open, I can, I can tell you. It was a track played from an album called West of the Fire. Uh, which is also, which carries a subtitle, Soundtrack for Photographs, and there's a reason for it. Um, Stu Jenks is actually not just an electronic artist, or used to be an electronic artist. He has an interesting array of equipment and musical instruments at home, and he creates art in various shapes and forms. He's a true full-blood artist, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong here, but if I'm if I'm right, he started with photography first and then making, you know, interesting uh, photographs of canyons and, and of just rocks sometimes. And he has this interesting idea of, of I think, overexposing, uh, ex, ex, oh, I'm sorry, light exposure prolonged for a you know specific amount of time so that the film can actually develop a light movement that he was creating by dancing with you know uh, with lights or just trying to do something like shapes and stuff like that i haven't seen any making ofs of how he does these pictures but it looks like that it's just um a, a very intense overexposure of light which means that the stuff that he photographs works well as a normal picture, but then you have these light shapes and, and hoop dances, like he calls them, that appear on the picture. 
or at least on film or whatever it is that he used there. I don't think it was digital. I think it was a film. And he also did some um, some uh, cover art work for someone else called Steve Roach, who was also an ambient artist, a very well-known and respected ambient artist. And they somehow got in touch. Don't know how, but, you know, you have a, you always have ways and, and, and means and, and technology these days. So he created for it maybe two or three of his albums. I'm not quite sure about that, how many, but a few at least some interesting artwork for the album. And uh, West of the Fire was the first album I bought. I ordered it directly somewhere online from a store that I found where they actually sent the original CD copy and not just, you know, some some MP3 download. Yes, I have trouble sometimes pronouncing digital. It's not second nature for me to say that word, so I try to avoid it mostly most of the time. So MP3 downloads, I said, no, I'd like to have the real thing. And I'm played in my disc player, something I still own today, but don't use anymore. But it's, it's nice to have as a collectible item, you know, real discs or vinyls. I totally get that, cassettes even, if they can still be played. And that's when I tried to rediscover, you know, who is this Stu Jenks guy, actually, because I really fell in love with that album. It's, it's, it's a very quiet as you might imagine, it's a very meditative album with interesting sounds and noises played on a synthesizer. I'm not sure what kind of instrument exactly was used, but it sounds very haunting and chilling and intriguing at the same time. Very fantastic to listen to. It's it's pretty much my kind of taste of ambient music that I really enjoy when I'm working myself or driving and, and or trying to sleep, just you know, relaxing and just dreaming about stuff or meditating even, you know. Not that I necessarily do that, but you could. And um, that's when I, I found him on Facebook and I, I instantly asked him if he would mind, you know, adding me as, as a friend because I wanted to see what he's doing, what, what he's working on. Then I bought some more albums. He has more, uh, more electronic stuff that he put out there. Also some, some guitar music and piano, I think. Um, I don't own all of his albums. I bought West of the Fire, which was released 2005. Um, I think I have the Three Surrenders, the Soundtracks for Photographs, Volume 1, which was... um, Yeah, Volume 1 was released 2010, or at least here on this website. Volume 2 was released 2005, so that doesn't really make any sense to me, but... Could be a mistake. Then there's an, an album called Deaths and Injuries, which was, I think, more aimed at people that he knew from his family, people uh, who died, unfortunately, but, you know, that's life. And he, it sounds like he tried to create anthems for them with repetitive melodies and, you know, this, this, uh, there, there's a sound of the ocean in the background, which is almost consistent in the album. So that's an interesting experimental piece. I did like that quite a lot. And there is a Christmas album also with various instruments that he plays, including some synthesizer. So I bought these albums from him, and I I haven't looked back. I still love his his stuff. But then, you know, because of life and I have stuff to do, I did some some, uh, work for a publisher and was illustrating books a lot. I kind of stepped away from Facebook and um, from contact to a lot of people, including the Peter Gabriel fan group. So... You know, I was just really heavily focused on work. 
Then, of course, I had my breakup with my ex-girlfriend, and I moved out eventually. Now I'm here in the middle of nowhere, which I totally enjoy. And that's not sarcasm. I really do. And um, I try to look up what he's doing now. Is, is Stu still around? What's he? What's he's been up to? And he was... Um, I do remember one of these posts where he was creating or writing his own novels, too. So he does photography, he does music, or at least, you know, ambient-style music, I would say. Um, he's writing, and now he's sick. And that kind of pissed me off. It pisses him more off than me. And I got... It kind of hit me hard, because, you know, I've never met the guy in person. He's somewhere in America. I could tell you where he is... Roughly, I think it's Cal. No, it's not California. What, what am I talking about? Where is this guy? Where does he live? Right. Let, let me figure it out. Um, you can find him on Facebook. You can look for Facebook. You just have to find Stu Jenks Jr. on Facebook, and you'll find him. Or just look for Stu Jenks. It's written or spelled S T U for Stu, and then Jenks, J E N K S. Um, he's a funny looking dude with a big big smile on his face he's quite spiritual as far as I understand it he's a total democrat but do not judge him for his political point of view it's just a side note it has nothing to do with him as a person I just would like you to respect that as much as I try to respect anyone else and their political uh, choices and decisions his website used to be stewjenks.org but it was taken down for some reason. And right now you do find him on Fezziwig Press. That is Fezziwig-Press. Just look it up on, on Google and you'll find it. It says it's home of Stu Jenks and the Fezziwig Press, which he calls that himself. He is the press of releasing his love story novels, as far as I understood that. And you can still buy fine art prints, premium fine art prints, of his amazing photography work and one of my favorites is one of these light spiral hoop dances that he does in the middle of a field with circles in the ground it's it's um it's it's an it, it has a very old classic western style feel to it with uh let's say it, as if the this this you know picture was done uh, in 1930 or something. So it's it's an it's a beautiful piece. It's one of my favorites of his work. Um, I'd like to buy them myself, but every art print, every fine art print, costs 110 dollars. Instead of buying his artwork, which I would have loved to do, currently I can't do that, and I couldn't do that before. I did donate to him directly, which you can do over his website. I have his you know um, PayPal account address, so I gave him some money over there, because um, he's not doing too well. Because of um, his, his, his disease, because of cancer, um, it, it has been quite tough on him, logically, but, you know, I'm just trying to express here what, what that means. I haven't been sick from cancer. I have no idea what that is or, or what it means, what kind of cancer you can become. One of my ex-girlfriends, my first ex-girlfriend, died from bone cancer, so I know about that. But, you know, in, in his case, I think it, it was cancer in the groin downstairs. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a very unpleasant thing. More details, I'd like to skip that. I, I read some of the stuff that he posted, and it really, you know, freaks me the fuck out. 
And um, instead of feeling sorry for him, I thought maybe I can help out and, you know, and donate something like many others of his friends did. Uh, I think that's a good thing to do. I don't necessarily want to force him to send me anything like a picture or, you know, all the hassle of, you know, going to the post office and send stuff. I just want him to get better. And if he, if he needs food or medicine, it's fine, I think, for anyone who uh, likes his work and cherishes what he does. And if you have, like, you know, a few bucks left over and you don't want to, you don't know what to do with it and you don't want to buy any magazines or, or CDs or MP3s or video games and just waste money on booze, maybe like I do, you, know, you can always donate to somebody who's really in need of a little help. And that's not over-exaggerating. It's not making this, I'm not making this up. You can read about his life and the posts he did on Facebook if you want to, you know, check him out and get in contact with him. Um, he recently got married. I can't tell you exactly when that was. I briefly saw his uh, wife, beautiful wife, by the way. And all, she also has has had some trouble and needed emergency surgery somewhere in the, in the colon area. So they both have a very tough time at the moment. You know, money's running short. They can't work both, um, which is, you know, they don't have to. They have to deal with their health first. So this is the reason why I wanted to talk about this. I do like the guy. I've never met him. I would like to, but, you know, maybe sometime in the future if he is still around, which I hope he is, I'd like to stop by and say hi and maybe buy a picture or two or drink a beer if he would even dare to drink a beer with me. But um, I just, I find it shameful that things like this have to happen sometimes. I know it's life and life is unpredictable. You never know what you get. You can step out the door one morning and you get hit by a car or somebody shoots you in the face if you live in, I don't know, Texas, I suppose. Or... Um, <laughs> No, I'm not making fun of Texas. It's just, you know, life, you have to take it as it is, as it comes. For me personally, I have been lucky thus far. Um, I am quite healthy, which I am thankful for, but I'm doing something for it to keep this health, to stay healthy. I don't know how some people can still get cancer if they take care of themselves. I don't know exactly how cancer works per se, why some people get it, some others don't. Cancer is still a huge mystery to some, especially scientists or, you know, let's say um, some spiritual people even see uh, uh, cancer as a message from God or a test or something like that. If you want to look at it that way, fine, be my guest. I don't think it's realistic though. But it is, it is tough. And seeing that some of the good people, you know, actually have to suffer and go through this, this kind of mess is a bit, well, I, I can't say it's unfair because life really never is kind of fair. You know, it's always tough. And some get it harder. Others, not so much. They have it easier. Others are rich. Others are poor. And it's just, it goes all around in circles over and over again. I'd rather be poor, but healthy as as a as a as a kangaroo if that makes any sense uh in, instead of being sick and having all the money in the, in the world and you just suffer and you can't do anything with it you know so that's kind of fucked up not a pretty place to be and i wanted to make some a little bit of advertisement here for good old mr jenks um if you want to check him out I would, I'm going to link his, his website with the fine prints um, on, on my podcast, on, on the website. Um, 
you can find him. You can there's a link to Facebook and all that. You can probably find him easy from there. So it's um, it's it's you can order some books. One of his novels, you know, they're they're kind of cheap. He sells them as a PDF file for almost two bucks. You know, like one ninety five. If you want to read something, you can do that. Or um, you can order like uh, his his music CDs and of course some some fine prints if if you're more interested in that. Um, because of his health condition, he's not doing too much right now in the art department. He wishes he could. I totally understand that. So if you are interested and you think that there might be something worth of your time or interest, check out his work. Okay? That's all I'm asking for. You don't have to donate if you don't want to. I'm not forcing anyone. I'm not trying to, you know, manipulate people in doing this. This is your own choice. You do whatever you want. It's it's perfectly fine. But if you if if you feel like you can connect and relate to this person and you have a little bit of cash, uh, left over and you want to donate just do it or get in contact with him he's a cool guy very friendly guy um there you don't have anything to lose here okay this is not like this is not a scam this is really somebody who's in a tough place right now including his wife so um that's uh the, the first message i would like to put out there with this podcast for today um, I'm 17 minutes in and almost 30 seconds. I have been a little bit busy with my my uh, online university stuff, with my studies. I've been doing some progress there. I, I'm forcing myself to read more stuff and material about you know all these these lectures and all that. It's it's kind of annoying sometimes because I'd like to concentrate on something else instead, but I'm very close to the finishing line, so I think I can I can pull through with this to the end of the year and get my degree if I actually get one. I'm not even sure if I get one. Hmm. By the way, you know me as um, a total alcoholic, and I've been drinking all sorts of stuff lately. But I feel fantastic, and I, I, I'm not sure if I told you this. I made a recording, I think, last week, and I wanted to upload that. But it didn't sound very good in the end, and I was rambling too much about some updates of my private life, because I went to a doctor myself. I was, um, I wanted to get a checkup, because a colleague of mine from work, a woman I absolutely adore, she is a doll, she is such a good person, good heart, good sense of humor, a total nerd and slightly dorky, but super attractive. And if she's listening, she's going to fucking kill me for me saying this. But she's married, so, you know, don't get any ideas, guys. She's not for me. But uh, she's, she's fantastic. She's a very social person, and she looks out for her friends and, and colleagues. And we have a good connection. We have some private contact to each other. Um. Not too much. Not what you're thinking. No, 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 no. I'm not touching anybody from work. No, no, no. But she convinced me because I wasn't, you know, I, I never went to the doctor ever since COVID actually happened and kicked us all in the balls. But now that three years passed and I was thinking, you know, I've I changed my diet. I've been eating more vegetables, pescatarian food mostly, you know, a little bit of fish here, but mostly, you know, vegetarian food. So I, I, I'm not into vegan that much i do like my eggs and sometimes a little bit of milk and my coffee uh i like sometimes yogurt and pudding because you know why the fuck not and a cheese products of course you know some good fungus cheese blue fungus cheese i love that shit it's so good 
and eggs. I could die for eggs. Eggs are so important. And I've been, I've been eating like this for over three years now, constantly with as little meat as possible. Not that I'm advertising this, but I'm just telling you what I did. That's all. And I was curious if this is actually affecting my health in a positive way or if I have some malnourishment somewhere that my, my blood record shows you have too low iron or something else is maybe missing, you know. And um, I went to the doctor and wanted to get a checkup because of that. And of course, some uh, massages for my back pain. And I forgot all about my, my, my back pain and massages because when my doctor started fumbling around and, you know, and, and touching me everywhere and checking my organs and shit like that, he was fumbling with my throat and he found a knot in my throat, a very tiny one only, you know. And he said, well, that's funny. Was that there before? And I asked him, what the hell are you talking about? And he said, well, I feel something. There's an extension there somewhere right next to uh, the Adam's apple. You know, there's something that he was he was concerned of. And he said he'd like to, you know, make an ultrasound picture and, and try to get something, more, more information from that image. So I, I did another appointment, went there. We did the, the ultrasound. And um, in that procedure, he did examine all of my organs because, you know, he's very thorough, this guy. And he took his time and he did find something in the throat, but not in a position where he thought it would be. It's somewhere below my voice box, I think. It, it, I do feel sometimes a sensation that I need to cough, that there's something tickling me or something. And he said exactly in that area, there's a tiny, tiny knot being formed or shaped and growing by my body. But he cannot really tell if it is constantly growing or not. I need to be checked again in November. And he said that in very rare occasions, a development like this is actually something like cancer, something negative. In most cases, it's nothing because a lot of people have multiple knots in their throats for various reasons. And mostly they don't mean a fucking thing. So I'm not really too... Um, upset or afraid about that. I take it as it comes. Whatever it is, I can deal with it. But he also found a kidney stone on my left in my left kidney. So I've been trying to drink as much as possible to get that fucker out. So that's the only thing that was new to me in this examination. And aside from that, let's get back to the beer that I'm drinking, okay? Because I said I'm an alcoholic, then I jumped to my doctor for some reason. Makes no sense. I have rediscovered an ale that I drank a while ago from the Crafty Brewing Company from Ireland. I think Dublin even. And uh, it's a, they have various flavors of ales or beer, let's say. And uh, I'm not sure if you can actually compare the two, but I'm not even sure what the hell is the difference between ale and, and, and beer. You people probably probably know. I don't. But this one tastes really good. It's uh, slightly fruity and, and hoppy, and it has it's it's a little bit bitter, but you can taste some lemon out of it and and something a little bit more too. I think some some mandarin in there, some orange. Uh, great taste. Mm. And um, what else did I do? Oh yeah, well. I have been, I'm exhausted. I've been outside every weekend in, in, in the woods here in my area. I've been doing lots of bicycle tours. I always constantly, you know, 
post over the weekend, if I don't forget, some pictures of my trials and, you know, the paths I take and ride through. And uh, today was really exciting because I went through a part of a forest that I haven't really touched before. I have passed it, but I've never been into it. And this time, I startled by accident two deers that were napping somewhere next to me in the forest, right next to that path. And I got so surprised when I saw these 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 creatures moving. They were afraid, of course. I would never do anything to them, but you know how deers can be. And they stood up and ran around me like in a, in a, in a let's say, a protective or, or safety distance curve. Let's put it that way. And they ran right around me looking for an exit sort of, you know, to vanish into an open space somewhere. And the, I saw two, two deers, like maybe family or maybe just friends or a couple. I have no idea how they do that if they are that social, but they were so close. You know, I could see the detail of their fur. That's how, how close they were. And it totally surprised me. And I just looked at them, how they moved, the elegance of these creatures and vanished into the forest. And I was too slow to pick up my phone and actually start the camera to make a picture, even a movie. They, they're too, just too fucking fast. And um, I wanted to just absorb this this close contact to nature and i was smiling all over my face you know i was really enjoying this moment i love these animals they're fantastic and i also saw a lot of these wild bunnies with short ears but man they're fast they're they're like lightning fast and um they're also very uh pretty pretty looking uh beautiful creatures of mother nature it's really interesting what you find here because even though most forests are touched and being, you know, handled by, by the government in, in its own way or by the state in, in which you live in. You know, we have a forester and all that. Um, rangers, let's say, we have those. Uh, Bavarian-style rangers, you could say. We, we have hunters who take care of the sick animals and then put them out. Um, that kind of stuff happens still because the Germans are very big in that regard. But even though nature is actually touched and controlled, the, the animals still live here quite freely and they get fed. You have like feeding stations, like tiny, made out of wood, like these crates that are open, filled with, with food for, for wildlife. And they do a pretty good job of maintaining the stability of the forest and, and the, the, the wildlife living there so they know what they're doing i think and it's it's beautiful to see that these creatures can still be found up close uh in a, in a very you know very suburban countryside far off from from any any city so there's less noise less machinery less people less anything that can scare away these these animals of unless of course a douchebag like like me is going with his bicycle through the forests um, one thing I would never do, however, is um, using uh, motorized vehicles and drive through the forest and just create havoc for, for these creatures. That's really uh, totally unnecessary. And I have seen people here living in the area riding their 4 by 4 trikes, you know, creating a massive amount of noise and, 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 you know, gas and all that. And it's just, 
I hate that. I, I understand the pleasure and excitement for these vehicles. I can understand how free you must feel riding them, but I wouldn't dare use them. I don't think it's a good idea, and I don't think it's really fair to to nature to do that. So on my my behalf, I'm just using a bicycle. Of course, I create noise and, and scare sometimes with these animals, but that's all, and they get used to that. They come back in a in half an hour. They they don't care, you know. They know that they're safe. They they don't trust you, of course, because they don't know who the fuck you are with this shiny bicycle of yours, but. Other than that, they're not scared for their lives. They're just being cautious and disappearing. And when you're, you know, riding through a forest with engines loud roaring, come on, man, you know, get some brains. Just don't do this shit. I don't like that. Uh, neither do the animals. Mm. So that's just my, my, my five cents or two cents, cents to this uh, subject. I have been sitting at home for a while now since I came back from my bicycle tour and I'm super exhausted. I don't know exactly what to do right now. I'm not very creative. I am not very productive. I'm just tired. I really am. And to get back to my doctor, just to, you know, to to get the story ended because I'm almost 30 minutes in, my blood record is perfect. My blood pressure is perfect. The only problem I have, this tiny kidney stone, which he believes can be extracted naturally through drinking, and this interesting throat thing, the the knot in my throat that he found, that is all. But overall, everything else, I'm super healthy. My, my, My blood record is just, like he said, he said that himself, absolutely perfect. So I'm doing it right. I do, I'm doing my exercise, I'm going out in the woods, fresh air, uh, you know, pumping up my cardio, taking care of food, and it works. You actually benefit from this stuff. So anyone who's too lazy to actually do that, think again. You know, you might benefit from it and you feel better afterwards. I'm just really exhausted because I did all that. And um, I'm going to bed now. That's it. It's, uh, right now it's like uh, uh, 7.30 p.m. almost. I'm just going to upload this this tiny podcast. The, the meaning of this podcast was to talk about Stu Jenks and to ask if you're interested in checking him out. And if you want, I'm sure he'd be happy if you maybe buy something from him or donate. He's a cool guy. Uh, maybe next time I'm going to talk about Gabriel or maybe my own artwork because I have... I have tons of pictures behind me that I did for a friend of mine from, from Switzerland. You know, just stuff that he needs for his website. And we could talk about those things because I've never really introduced uh, you people to any of, of my artwork, which is kind of funny. I talk about all sorts of stuff, but I never talk about my work that much. So next time, it's, it's, it's either going to be Gabriel again or it's going to be my work. Um, I'm trying not to talk about any porn faces. I'm sorry about that, but that really fucking disturbed me. I really think the world is a sick fucking place, guys. Okay, maybe we should be extinct because we do, we just do too much damage. And there's a topic there too, which I'd like to talk about to you guys someday anyway. But I got to go. I'm, I'm just beat. I'm really beat and I got to get up tomorrow morning and do some more and get back to work. Um, 
That's all I can say right now. I hope you're doing fine, guys. I hope that you have a great weekend, that you don't have to suffer too much or, you know, have to worry about stuff. Maybe you can enjoy life a little bit or, you know, live out your dreams in creative departments. Who knows? Who knows? I'll be here next time. Looking forward for you people to tune in and listen to me ramble. Uh, stay, stay safe, stay healthy, stay happy, and see you soon, or hear you soon. Bye-bye.